Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630-CHAD. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Love save! Mike Smith, a game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. He's like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Riley. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score! Leon Dreisler on right circle! No risk, no game. And now we're going to have a goalie for action! This is NHL overtime! This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Arthur Platt. This is Leon Dreisler. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America-wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Thursday, we got a jam-packed edition of the show, which is which is brought to you by Digitex. Is where Bob was heading with that. Uh, buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Boy, I thought we'd kick the gremlins out of the studio yesterday on Oilers Now. It was a bit of a technically difficult show. And apparently that's continuing as we look to negotiate contact here with the regular host. That's Bob Stoffer. I'm Brendan Escott jumping in here on the fly. And uh, we have hockey back on your radio tonight. It is a decisive game six. Could be, anyway, if Tampa's able to drive the final nail into the Islanders' coffin. Remember back a couple nights, it was former Oiler Jordan Eberle in double overtime, salvaging Barry Trotz's run here in the Islanders' season, at least for one more game. 6 p.m. puck drop. Not sure whether Tampa's going to have Braden Point service and boy did they ever look like a different team without him talk about the offensive catalyst there and frankly you could start bolstering a case if you haven't already that he really is the straw that stirs that drink in Tampa at least up front in the absence of Steven Stamkos which is something that they've really had to get used to over the course of the last 
probably three, four, five seasons. He's unfortunately Stamkos has you know been bitten by the injury bug more often than not, and this time around, in fact, because John Cooper and the Tampa organization's been so mum about their injury uh, situation that they have going on. Could it be related to the core muscle surgery that cost Stamkos uh, some games, or he had the surgery, excuse me, back in March off the top of my head, and uh, there hasn't really been a clear answer as to what's held him out uh, of the last couple of playoff games. So, still waiting on Bob. You want to get in touch with us? You know how to do it. It's the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. All the slot machines and table games now open at the River Cree, and the poker room reopens tomorrow, less than 24 hours away, 11 a.m. for the poker room at the River Cree. You can be sure to try one of their nine dining options, including the brand-new Italia as well. River Cree Resort and Casino, excitement, bet on it. 780 496 That's um, the Ashley Fine Floors text line as well. Ashley Fine Floors ready for your kids' pre-game warm-up. We are on Twitter at Oilers. Now that's the show. Bob at Bob underscore Stoffer and myself at Brendan Escott. And I'm beginning to think that Bob may well not know that he's not actually speaking over the airwaves right now. It's weird how this stuff all works. Typically, we would have had the big guy call in on the cell phone right now. That's going to be tough for me to do while talking to you. So what I think we'll do here is very early in Oilers now. We're going to press pause and we're going to try and get this thing back on the rails. We'll bring it back around with the uh, Oilers now audio vault. And we'll get to today's top story for legacy heating and cooling as well. I suppose, though, I could tell you what you're in for the rest of Truculent Thursday. If you're a regular listener, you know what it's all about. 12.35 coming down the pipe. Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrusque. He's coming off of uh, quite a few uh, broadcasts alongside Chris Cuthbert for Sportsnet on those playoff games in the West. Uh, it'll be, I believe, Jim Houston, Craig Simpson uh, the rest of the way in the Stanley Cup final here. So, Louis... Uh, his services are done. We'll get the wrap-up from him and some thoughts on playoff action. 105, Sportsnet's Brian Burke, somebody that uh, I think you and I both agree, uh, one of the more valued hockey opinions around these parts. And then Edmonton sporting icon George LaRock as well. So that's all coming down the pipe. George at 135, Brian at 105, uh, Louie, 1235, and Bob, well, Bob, whenever we can get uh, get a hold of him again and get this back on the rails. Uh, Brendan Escott here trying to steer the ship. Let's press pause i'll try and get a hold of bob back in a moment on oilers now this is oilers now with bob stoffer on oilers radio 6 30 chad all right brendan escott here on an absolute island with you today on oilers now no idea where bob's at we'll work through it together though we always have fun we're talking about, uh, well, teeing up tonight's playoff action. It is game six. It's the Islanders. It's Tampa. And the last one was an ugly one. It really was. Uh, by the way, if any of the engineers are listening down in the basement right now, Sean, uh, feel free to <laughs> lend a helping hand here, brother, uh, and maybe try and get Tyline 2 back active. Uh, Bob, if you're listening... 
<laughs> just give us a call in. Uh, yeah, so an ugly one. It was Barry Trotz hockey. It was Barry Trotz hockey between the Islanders and the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I know we had a lot of people texting in 780-496-0063 yesterday talking about just what a kind of a boring double overtime affair that it was. But you know, to be frank, that's how the Islanders have to win, especially against a team with so much offensive firepower all up and down that Tampa lineup. And that's before we talk about what Victor Hedman's been doing in the course of these last couple of weeks. So uh, are they going to be able to do that another time around? What are the legs going to be like on both sides of the ice? You know, these are sort of the questions I certainly that I have going into this game. Um, I want to get to some of the sort of statistical analyses here as uh, I bring up my trusted friend, sportsnet.ca, and uh, just go through, you know, exactly like probabilities, that sort of thing. Bob is on and can hear the station. Are you with us, Bob? I am. Can All you right. hear me, Brandon? I can hear you now. Good gracious. So we missed the entire... I just ra- I just rambled for 11 minutes, and we had nothing? Not one word of it was heard. Well, so, some people would say that's a good thing. So uh, <laughs> anyhow, uh, why don't we do this, Brendan? Actually, why don't we just chuck to break, uh, come back, and uh, we'll reset everything and get her going. How does that sound? <laughs> sure. Let, we'll make it happen. I, I think I, I already burned the break, to be honest with you, man. So give well, me half a second here. And... Sure. Get get that puppy ready. It's 1216 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you, along with Brendan Escott. Uh, reminder, this is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 12-17 in Edmonton, Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. I'll tell you, we're having some fun. Let's get to the Oilers now. Audio Vault yesterday, Oilers Director of Amateur Scouting, Tyler Wright, was on. The Oilers have the 14th overall pick. He says Edmonton will take the best player available. To be honest with you, Paul, obviously 13 picks are going to be hit, be, be made ahead of us. Right. We're, we have to take the best player available that we deemed as a staff. Yep. Um, whether that's, you know, our, our philosophy and the way that we think is different than the way that maybe the Boston Bruins or the Philadelphia Flyers think. The way that we want this Oiler team to look like in a, in a couple of years, this guy's going to be a major piece to that. And if that's on the back end, um, then that's a defenseman. I don't, I don't see too many organizations in this league that have too many good defensemen. Uh, whether that's a goalie, um, I don't see too many organization saying we have too many number one goalies. If that's a scoring leader or, or, or a, you know, a center down the middle, you can't have enough good, good, good players. So, um, we know we're going to get a real good player at 14, uh, and we will take the best player. If it's a defenseman, it's a defenseman. If it's a forward, it's a forward. If it's a goalie, we understand, you know, the depth charts of, of what we need and, and what the perception everybody wants us to take. All right, uh, that is the Edmonton Oilers, Tyler Wright. He is the director of amateur scouting. I personally do not believe uh, that the Oilers 14th. I think the Oilers want to use the pick in this year's draft. People have discussed, well, what about Arizona? Elliot Friedman, who'll be on the show tomorrow, writing about the situation in Arizona as well. And I'm, you know, I could see Edmonton getting in. I could possibly see Edmonton getting in on a couple different fronts. Uh, Elliot referenced both Oliver Ekman Larson and Darcy Kemper. 
Uh, OEL is a player that is contentious with a lot of the fan base, and a lot of the fan base know their stuff. They're concerned about big contracts on veteran players. They're not concerned on the contracts for McDavid and Drysettle. They know the Oilers got those guys in their prime and signed long term. That's, uh, you know, Connor McDavid gave the Oilers a bit of a haircut, frankly. Uh, Leon Drysettle, I think it could be argued, did not. And there might have been some reasons in the start of the relationship as to why that occurred. And the fact that Leon switched agents played a factor in that as well. Ekman Larson's an interesting one. The Oilers would have to move out some significant, uh, assets to get him. Would he, would he, would he be better? Is he better than any other current defenseman? In my opinion, yes, he is. However, Clefbaum's got a good price point on his contract. Darnell Nurse, who seems to be a somewhat contentious figure for a knowledgeable fan base. Um, finally, uh, in the next couple seasons, going to be paid kind of on the, you know, where many would suggest he's at. I mean, would you rather have Darnell Nurse or Matthew Dumba? I think I personally would rather have Dumba might have it a higher offensive ceiling as a better shot. Uh, I might want Darnell Nurse. Uh, you know, I know Matthew Dumba's name is out there as well. Again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. Brendan, do you, uh, do you worry at all about uh, sort of what what what's transpiring contract-wise with Oliver Ekman-Larsen? I'll throw that back on you. Uh, you know, there's some guys out there that have got some challenging deals. I don't think Ekman-Larsen's got one of the worst 10 for a second in the NHL. But uh, do you worry about that contract? I, I, one of the things that I heard sort of in my infancy of being in sports media was that if you see a contract, you know, with a pretty substantial dollar value and the majority of those years start with a three in, in terms of the player's age, you know, maybe it's not the best team deal. So what I mean by that is if you've got Ekman Larson locked in for eight years and, you know, that's 30 through 38, I, I don't know that I'm in love with that deal, to be quite honest with you. So, uh, I, is it might be a little bit more challenging for the Oilers to try and take that on um, than I would like it to be personally. Well, uh, I think Ekman Larson would upgrade their defense. Um, the the price point would be challenging, and again, he's making eight point two five million for seven more seasons. Uh, would he be ready to get out of Arizona? I think there's a lot of guys ready to get out of Arizona. Uh, the organization has consistently lost somewhere between twenty to thirty million dollars a year. I'm tell I'm told from certain sources that number is higher this year. It's not going to get any easier for the new owner, Alex Marillo, as well. As several of his industries, we've previously discussed this, have had significant challenges uh, over the course of the last few years. They might be the Coyotes, the team that plays right at the floor, and far less than that in real dollars. So they might be targeting players around the league. So people will say, well, who would you send back in a deal for Oliver ekman Larson? I could see Arizona wanting Chris Russell. $4 million cap hit, $1.5 million in real dollars. Um, I could see Arizona wanting a goaltender like Freddie Anderson. $5 million cap hit, $1 million in real dollars. Ottawa's kind of operated that a bit, and I could see a scenario where Arizona would be sort of dealing from that perspective as well. Could you split up Darcy Camper and Oliver Ekman Larson and get two number ones? I think you could. Uh, if you put them together in the same deal, you'd be talking about a number one, an elite prospect as well, a goaltender going back, and then another, uh, you know, 
somewhat expensive, uh, likely defenseman. To me, that would make the most logical sense in terms of how Arizona would do things. Bill Armstrong, reputation as a general manager, as a scout, big-time scout. Brendan, we have time to get to NHL today right now for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. We got all the time in the world after what happened to kick off the show, Bob. We can go right up to the news here, if you'd like. All right, here we go. Let's go to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. They've got face masks for everybody. Visit their online face mask shop by going to Elite Promotional uh, marketing.com. Today is a day where I actually need an extended period because so much happened yesterday. It kind of, all as we were reading the afternoon news, by the way. So, we know Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Final goes tonight. It is on your radio. Puck drop here on 6.30. Ched between the Islanders and Lightning just after 6 p.m. as the Islanders try to force Game 7 down 3-2 in the series. Former Blues Assistant General Manager Bill Armstrong named the new General Manager. The Arizona Coyotes, as Bob just referenced. He also served as the Director of Amateur Scouting in St. Louis. It's a reported five-year deal worth just over $1 million per year. Uh, the Sabres trading 29-year-old Marcus Johansson to Minnesota for 35-year-old veteran center Eric Stahl. The deal, one for one. Former Stars bench boss Jim Montgomery hired by the St. Louis Blues as an assistant on Craig Berube's coaching staff. Manny Malhotra leaving the Canucks coaching staff to join Sheldon Keefe's uh, on the bench for Toronto. He was an assistant now with the Maple Leafs. Canadians, excuse me, finalized a four-year contract extension with newly acquired defenseman Joel Edmondson. That's worth around $3.5 million per year. And on the World Junior front, the 2021 World Junior Tournament will go ahead here in Edmonton without fans in a bubble format, sort of similar to what we've seen with the NHL here. But it gets better. The 2022 tournament, that's also held both here and in Red Deer, as was originally planned. All right. Uh, well, it's uh, great news. Edmonton's going to get the World Juniors back-to-back. Red Deer will be a part of that in second year. Um, look, looks like they're going to try to go ahead and get the event done. Obviously, the success of the Edmonton bubble plays a significant factor in that. Uh, Again, Bill Armstrong, for me, is the big story. I'm not surprised that Monty got back in as an assistant coach. He'll be an upgrade on Mark Savard. He's a significantly more experienced coach than Savard. He'll attempt to assist the Blues power play. Uh, Doug Armstrong, just so everybody's aware, Doug Armstrong, who's the general manager of the St. Louis Blues, he has a lot of power in the league. Like right now, he's one of the top three or four voices at the general manager's level around hockey. I'm not surprised that his protege, Bill Armstrong, is the GM in Arizona. And again, when a, when a guy's cut his teeth as an amateur scout, you know he's going to value the draft. Arizona's situation potentially Florida's with Bill Zito coming in. Think about it. You're not stupid. For those of you that are listening to the show right now, you you know how it works in business. New people come in, they have new ideas. In the case of uh, Armstrong, he's a draft guy. In the case of Zito, he's been uh, the art of the uh, negotiation guy. So I'm going to be very intrigued to see just how high up the food chain in the organizations in Arizona and Florida uh, go in terms of moving players out. Does Aaron Ekblad, as an example, does he end up in play from the Florida Panthers? It's a pretty good defenseman. He's, he's, some would argue he's got a better contract and he's younger. He's also a right shot than Oliver Ekman Larson. I think there's a difference of about 750k per year there. Obviously, uh, Ekblad is uh, significantly younger. He's the number one overall pick from the 2014 NHL, uh, draft. Special shout-out, Brendan, guess what happened today? 
had four guys come over, uh, had some things removed from the house. Just wanted to say a special hello to the, the, the boys, uh, working hard from Got Junk. They were terrific. Uh, so it's great to, hockey fans they knew their stuff too we had a good conversation so that was uh, much appreciated and unfortunately I, I couldn't get them to fix the uh, the phone line in time brenda to start today's show so uh, <laughs> we made it through it's all good uh, all right well there you go again uh, we're gonna have a fun one today uh louis de coming up i'll be intrigued to see what the islanders do tonight and hey i gotta ask a question just as a side what's with uh all the hate in canada for Kawhi leonard uh, yeah, you know, like he brought, he helped bring an NBA championship to Toronto. Players have the right to choose to go elsewhere. Um, you know, obviously Toronto's. I mean, they got to they got to get Masai signed. He's he's the key to that organization. Uh, but they've done a very good job drafting. They've done a good job developing. They've got a very competitive team. And ultimately, they couldn't keep quiet. Those sort of things happen. But, boy, there sure seem to be a lot of people. Maybe that's the way it is. Does that speak? Does that say something about today's generation? I don't know. Is it all about, you know, attacking people on Twitter and bringing them down and not bringing positive energy to the table? That, that disappoints me because I don't think most of you out there are like that that are, say, under the age of 40. Um, is it a Toronto-specific thing? I don't know, Brendan. It just, I noticed it got a little bit, now, you know, obviously he had a tough fourth quarter in their loss, and Jamal Murray was on it, and away you go, and it was a big victory and a big upset team coming back from 3-1 down. Very intrigued. I wonder if it says something about uh, the way things are today. I don't know. I mean, I had a guy text me today or uh, text yesterday to the show and say that the reason why the Oilers haven't won the last five years is they can't win with Connor McDavid. I actually had somebody say that. I don't think that's the case. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. It's 1229 at Edmonton. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.